Hello, PodFam, and hello, Rachel. How are you on this minus 31 day? Well, I left this morning and my nose was cold and my fingers were cold and my toes were cold and I just felt like that little gif from like 101 Dalmatians (laughs) where he's like, my tail is froze and my nose is froze and my toes are froze. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, I relate. So uh, I'm okay, but it's sunny in my neck of the woods. So yes, it's and right. it's a it's a blizzard in mine, uh, just yeah. a little bit down the hill, but uh, yeah, it's a frosty day. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not here for it. Neither am I. Um, so we have an interesting episode here for you guys today. We have been just bombarded with the rising price of everything it seems like in our lives, but today we want to focus in on groceries and grocery stores. Um, this is definitely becoming one of the highest ticket items that we spend on every month. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of wanted to come out with a few tips of what we're doing to try and combat these prices. And um, then we also have some tips on how to keep your fresh groceries a little bit longer. And mm-hmm. so you can kind of reduce the food waste because I feel like there's nothing worse then you're going out, you're spending like, honestly, it feels like hundreds of dollars on food. Um, and then if you have to throw any of that away because it's spoiled, mm-hmm. it, it's so like it defeat it just defeats everything, it's right? Sad. Like, oh, you it's just really feel like sad. absolutely horrible for having to throw away anything because you know how much it cost you. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what we wanted to talk about this uh, lovely winter day. Yeah. For reference, like, what is your grocery bill increase by? Like, what was it like two years ago versus now? Because mine is crazy. Okay. I feel like really weird with this almost because I swear myself, like I'm not including having my partner with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I could eat for about $40 a week. Mm-hmm. And like I, I was, was about savvy. the same. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. savvy. But like I also made sure – you know, I was kind of meal planning a little bit. I was fairly organized with what I was buying. And then every few weeks, um, the bill might be like $60 because I was buying things that needed to be replaced. Like they were more pantry items um, and a little bit bigger. But Mm -hmm. now I swear, I, I went to the grocery store literally for like four things. I think it was like bread, eggs, cheese and and I think I bought one other thing it was twenty dollars mm-hmm. okay oh, wow. like just those things were half of what I used to um pay for like all my groceries in a week so that mm-hmm. was just like a little nuts and um you know I'm always kind of looking for the deal um I'm not buying like the most expensive thing on mm-hmm. the shelf and slowly it's just kind of creeped up and up where easily our bill per week for the two of us is I'd say like a hundred to $120. And I feel like we are on the low end Mm -hmm. um, for sure. But that would be like our standard buying, not, not guiding like a bunch of the staple items. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I was living in the city, before I met my partner, and this was like before COVID too, my bill was probably $50 every week or so. And that was like, I was going to like food basics. So very much like 
an affordable, more affordable store. Where up here, when my partner and I moved in together in 2021, our grocery bill was kind of like $100, maybe a little bit less, but not by much. Where I think now the average is about $140, $150, but two weeks ago we spent $200 because we needed some spices. But really, we weren't actually buying that much more than what we would get on a normal week. So it kind of made me cry that day. Yeah. It is kind of crazy. So um, just a stat from before things got really crazy in 2022 with pricing, back in 2021, the average uh, grocery bill per person per month was $200. So that makes Mm -hmm. sense. You know, we were in that $40 to $50 range for Mm -hmm. just ourselves. And then when we add in a partner, we're in that more $100 range Mm -hmm. um, for two people. So I feel like things have just gone like, off the walls now because now it feels like we're spending that per month amount per week if not like or maybe bi-weekly yeah well I actually like did over the summer of last year I tried to like round up my expenses just to see like what we were actually spending on to see if we could like cut back on anything uh plot twist there was nothing uh that we could cut back but our grocery bill for the whole month was like 900 bucks and I was just like oh okay yeah, that and doesn't fact, hurt another at all. fact, uh, so this is the, the 2021 um, price per family was $936, and that was a 2001 number. So wow. it's kind of crazy that now you guys are spending that per month. So can you imagine what a family is spending? And I've, I've heard accounts that some families are spending like well over $2,000 oh a month on food. My God. Well, like I know for a fact my mother – and, you know, she she buys, like, all the organic and everything, so she does buy pricier things. But, like, she'll go to the grocery store near closest to her, 400 bucks, Easy. No matter what. Yeah. Like, it, it seems like there are some stores you walk in and it's minimum this amount. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. how much or how little you're buying. It's just that amount. Yeah. We live for the fresh cows of the world. Yes. Fresh cows, food basics, you know. But even there, like uh, the the deals are not that great and shrinkflation nope. is huge. If you kind of look at soup cans, mm-hmm. um, you'll notice that the the, the grammage is smaller, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, less than uh, what it used to be. So mm-hmm. even though the price kind of looks like, oh, that's the regular, you know, $2 a can special, mm-hmm. you're actually getting less product for that $2. So yeah, they're sneaky. They are they very, are. very sneaky. Everything is uh, just getting smaller for more money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really a shame. So um, prices for 2022 jumped 11%. Wow. And that is the highest uh, single year jump that we have seen since 1981. And what really grinds my gears is that... Uh, the top three grocery uh, distributors in Canada, uh, we're just using Canadian numbers here, uh, so our listeners know, uh, that would be like your uh, Metro, your Loblaws, and your Sobies. I believe mm-hmm. those are our top three, if I still remember correctly. Mm-hmm. They hit record high profits in 2022. Oh, of course they did. Yes. You know. Yes, of course they did. And to counteract that, now again, this is a 2020 num- 2021 number, 
Um, I'm sure it has probably almost doubled in the past year. And that is that 5.8 million people in Canada um, have insecurities about food. Jeez. Yeah. So Great. big grocery, big grocery. I, the people might be coming for you. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't get a chance to, to read up the latest on it, but I know uh, Galen Weston mm-hmm. uh, with the Loblaws chain, um, mm-hmm. he had come out last year saying that, well, we're going to put a X, X amount of time freeze on our no-name brand products mm-hmm. until like February 1st. Um, and the thing about that is they had already jacked up all the prices. So of course they could put a price freeze on for a few months. Yeah. They were already going to hit their profits. And now that price freeze is over. So we can expect our grocery bills to go up again. Jesus. Great. Honestly, like at a certain point, and this isn't actually one of my tips, but just like, you know, like going to like the local markets and such always used to seem like so wildly expensive, but you're probably spending the same amount nowadays. You just are. Just supporting you are locally. Spending, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's where I like to kind of find the hotspot markets and you can't buy everything from there, but there are certain things that are way better priced like especially when it comes to potatoes apples um some fruits and that kind of stuff the closer you can get to the source Mm -hmm. usually you're gonna pay less you might need to buy more volume Mm -hmm. but if it's something that you can uh you know preserve and save and keep it fresh or freeze then in the long run you are going to be better off Mm mm-hmm Yes. Um, but before we go too far down this road, what are you drinking today? Oh my God, we have, I totally forgot about that. Um, I have an apple cinnamon tea. Ooh, that sounds just so cozy. It is very cozy. I've been trying to find, I had that like cinnamon spice tea that I was drinking all fall. They don't have it on the shelves anymore. So I had to get cinnamon apple. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. It, it does the trick. What are you having? Um, so I am having the Nummy Creations pumpkin spice again Again. that is the the dandelion alternative herbal coffee um i've had to play around with it a little bit i'm still drinking the pumpkin spice because i just want to drink one flavor and then i'll get i'll try another one Mm -hmm. um when i first had it i put like almond or oat milk in yeah and i found that the all like the milk overpowered the flavor Mm -hmm. a little too much which almond milk can do and the next day, I decided to have it with cream, which is how I have, like, a normal coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the cream kind of overpowered the the drink. Mm-hmm. So now I'm drinking it black, mm. and it looks like a black coffee, to be honest. And it's actually quite nice. So I yeah. think the secret is having um, this just as is, unless you like sweet or, like, you're really into super creamy or milky drinks. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I still need to try a little bit of that. I wasn't feeling it when you offered it to me yesterday, but maybe next time. Don't worry. I'll bring it back and you can try some. And I have to say about this one, I know you guys have heard me talk about the um, cacao drink that I'll sometimes have, and it's a very good coffee alternative. Mm -hmm. Um, What's nice about this one is that it's not gritty at all. 
like it it does fully dissolve into the water um where cacao you kind of have to keep stirring it and it does have a more gritty flavor like taste to it Mm -hmm. so I do like that for um for this uh pumpkin spice you know it's Hmm. it's not gritty or powdery good I like to hear that so shall we get into our tips while I watch my cat tear a hole in his cat tree go for it yeah All right. I'll start us off. So speaking of just like different grocery stores, at least in Canada, I've been noticing that a few of them have been offering different rewards plans. So in our area, uh, the scene points, which used to, I believe was just attached to like Cineplex has now become attached to Foodland, Freshco, and I think uh sobeys would be the other one because they're sobeys uh, yeah sobeys is under or sorry foodland iga and freshco are all under the sobeys brand so okay that's good to to know the scene points that is good to know so i obviously shop at freshco and i have a scene card which works really well for us because we go to the movies pretty frequently and i've been kind of coming to notice that like scene points for movies it's all right the dollar value of your points at the movies is like eh, it's all right but it's not that great but you do get a lot of points from the movies which is nice but at the grocery store um every a thousand points is ten dollars off your groceries if you want to use them so and as you've been walking through the store different items uh offer a different number of scene points if you buy x number and i know you're going to talk about this but it's you know, very important to only like take advantage of those deals on something that you actually know that you consistently buy. So for instance, one of the things that uh, they often have a deal on with scene points and you can maybe get like 200 points if you buy two is popcorn. So we buy box popcorn pretty much every time we go to the store. So some days if it's like, oh, you can buy two, and get 200 points, then we're like, okay, well, I mean, next week we're just going to buy another box. We might as well buy it now. And, you know, that is um, a bit of an extra cost up front there. But as we build up those points, it's actually quite easy to get to uh, those thousand point marks. And now if we wanted to redeem our points, we could maybe take $50 off of our next grocery bill with everything that we have. So at least with that redemption plan, it's actually very beneficial. So I want to get your thoughts on that yes i think it's important if you are going to a certain grocery chain that offers a rewards program i mean um the loblaws brand is optimum points uh sobeys is the scene points now and then metros which would include food basics although food basics does not accept air miles which is lame um metro is air miles so Hmm. you can definitely use that to your advantage um My one caveat with that is – I'm going to use Air Miles as the example because I do most of my groceries shopping at Metro. Mm -hmm. I I was getting all these emails about Mm. different Air Miles deals that I could get. And it's very tempting because you're looking at like the, ooh, 10 times the points or uh, get an extra bonus 100 points, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. But then you look at the item or the volume that you need to purchase. Um, These were things that I would never buy Mm -hmm. at all. So Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think like you were saying, you need to be careful with it. Um, you know, in your case, you guys were probably going to buy a box of popcorn a week. So in that case, it made sense to buy two to get the benefit. Mm-hmm. But let's say there's a benefit on orange juice and you don't drink a lot of orange juice. Like maybe it takes you a whole month to get through a carton. It does not make sense for you to buy two jugs of orange juice, mm-hmm. right? Like chances are one of that's going to waste and you're not really getting the instant dollar back on it mm-hmm. because you're still buying two and you're getting points. So you just want to be careful because I find it so easy to get sucked into the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and this goes for all of them. It's like Aeroplan is one where you get like lots of emails on all the deals that they're doing um, through their e-store. And you just want to make sure that you're not buying things that you don't need. Mm-hmm. And it, it also goes right down into the store as well because you'll see like on the shelf that if you buy two, you get 10 points, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just it's very easy to get sucked into that. But if you're finding that your dollar amount is climbing very quickly, mm-hmm. just make sure you're checking in and, you know, not subconsciously grabbing things like two of thing because you thought it was like two for one mm-hmm. when it was actually like two for 10 points. So mm-hmm. that that's my one caveat with, with the point programs. I but have I one that will wonderful. make you giggle, actually. Okay, go for it. So because like most things, like again, like the popcorn, if you bought two, you get 200 points. Like it's, we only use it for those things where it's in the hundreds value because then you get to that 1,000 mark and then you get $10 off if you want to use it. But there was a deal, there was one on for cauliflower. And get this, if you bought six cauliflower heads, mm-hmm. you got 50 points. And I was just like, who's buying six cauliflowers? <laughs> I mean, I'd hope you're freezing them. Right? I like, like I I just unless, like okay you really like cauliflower and you're gonna eat six heads of cauliflower I know a week. I, I know like I, I don't have an issue with one cauliflower thing. but like I don't know if I need six heads of it like week. onions are one thing like if we yeah. really tried we could probably burn through six onions in a week and a half but like cauliflower like cauliflower is pretty big <laughs> so oh, I had so to tell you about that one it was okay funny. No, that's that's funny but here's like another caveat off of that um buying in volume of things that might go bad or, you know, are you just going to consume more because they told you to buy more Mm -hmm. where realistically you probably don't use six onions in a week. Mm -hmm. So just a bit more food for thought there. Exactly. Really, I think for groceries, the best way with these point programs is just non-perishable things like popcorn, chips, like those things you buy for snacks, you know. So, Yeah. Do you have a, a tip, another tip? Yeah. So my tip is a little bit of the buying in bulk. And um, I think a lot of the time we suffer from sticker shock of a price. You know, we'll see a – I'm going to use rice as an example. We'll see like a 20-kilogram bag of rice and let's say it costs, I don't know, $15. I'm just throwing numbers mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Um versus the small maybe like 100 gram bag Mm -hmm. of rice that costs um I don't know two dollars or like four dollars something like that like something that is very bite-sized for our brains to comprehend Mm -hmm. um 
the thing about that is if if you're making a lot of rice dishes, then you're probably going to burn through that small bag very quickly. Mm-hmm. And if you keep having to go buy that same bag of rice, you know, every other week, monthly, because um, you're going through it so quickly, well, the better value is for you to buy that 20 kilogram bag of rice. Mm-hmm. So even though maybe you're spending more up front, um, speaking from experience here, we have this like giant bag of rice and I think we've had it for at least a year. Mm-hmm. Same. And the problem was like, we were going through little bags of rice so quickly and it's just like, what are we doing? We keep buying rice. I don't recall when we bought that bag of rice now and mm-hmm. it's still like half full, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're um, the same. I have this, I got, uh, it was actually Canadian Tire. It wasn't a grocery store, but there was like a decent deal on like a huge package of like Kleenex boxes. Mm-hmm. I think there was like 20 in there and I got course. it couldn't tell you the day I bought that and we still have like 15 left well not 15 we have like seven maybe 10 but like it's lasted us for a while where for a while there like I was really sick of buying Kleenex yeah exactly and that's the thing there even though you're gonna pay more up front if you stretch the lifespan of that product your dollar is going to go further so Mm -hmm. that's why it's it's better you know maybe once a month, um, just using that time frame for a reference, you're going to buy all the big ticket items and that bill is going to be more. But mm-hmm. then the rest of the month or the next couple of months, maybe you're just, you know, refreshing your your fresh items, right? Like you're just like picking up some, some fruits and vegetables to refresh your options. But those mm-hmm. staple items you're buying in bigger bulk and this can go for like potatoes um this can also go for meat which is a really expensive item I mean meat feels like almost like a luxury these days and a lot of the time you can go to a butcher or directly to a supplier which is a little bit more difficult so I will bring this back down to the grocery store level in a moment but um if you and your friends, you know, really like steak, you can usually buy like a quarter of a cow, have it cut up whatever you, however way you want it, and then freeze it. And mm-hmm. it is expensive. Like it's, it's going to cost you a few hundred dollars. But if you are going in with a bunch of different people on this, then all of a sudden that cost gets very small. And you have all, you have a whole freezer full of steak and burger and whatever, chicken, you know, whatever else you're eating, right? So if you're really committed to trying to get things in bulk, that is the direction to go. Now, let's bring it back to the grocery store level because a lot of people, myself included, do not have a chest freezer. As much as I would love one, um, if anyone ever wants to get me a present, mm-hmm. I, want a, I want a big giant freezer. That's what my partner and I want. <laughs> would make our day. Um, <laughs> So if you're in the grocery store, you know, you see the value packs and the the things that come with like, you know, 10 steaks or whatever amount, um, the, the 16 chicken breasts. Yes, on the sticker price, that is going to be more money up front. But if you look below that at the smaller price mm-hmm. that is giving you the per gram or per, like the, the per pound price, 
it's going to be less than that smaller package of ground beef. Mm-hmm. And even though I think a lot of people sometimes look at it and they're just like, oh, well, like I'm not going to cook 10 chicken breasts right now. Um, and this is where it kind of takes a little bit of more work. But if you are trying to get those savings, what you're going to do is you're going to take that chicken home. You're going to put each breast or two breasts in a little bag and put them in your freezer. So then you don't have to worry about cooking 10 chicken breasts at one time. You can Mm -hmm. just pull one out at a time. Mm -hmm. So that's another one where you are going to spend a little bit more money up front, but in the long run, you're getting cheaper food. Exactly. Um, So I guess my next tip would be when you're going to the grocery store, trying to figure out your meals in advance. So we don't really do this in the way where we sit at home and we're just like, okay, well, we're going to buy steak, so we're going to make this meal with it. Usually we just base it off of like we usually get four different packages of meat when we go to the store. And usually at the moment it's like a value pack of ground beef. We get uh, sausages and we get – what else do we get? Uh, like stewing beef and we'll get um, like pork tenderloin for instance and those are our main staples of what our meal is made around and when we're in the store we only buy items in like the produce section um, that we know would go nicely with those meats so for instance like we're usually getting like two sweet potatoes um, onions because we add that into the soup like We're really only buying things that we know would pair with those and creating meals around the meats so that we're not just aimlessly picking random stuff and then not knowing how to put it together later. And then we have like a few staples after that that we buy for snacks, which is like some goldfish and a bag of tortilla chips. And we know that once a week we usually have frozen pizza. So we'll get two boxes of those every time we go to the store. And I find like it works pretty well for us because like, you know, we're not kind of locking ourselves in to a meal and having to just go in and follow a recipe, which sometimes like if you find a recipe on the internet, it can get pretty expensive because they're using some random spice that you've never heard of or that would not be in your pantry, you know? And probably something you're never going to use again. Exactly. So just kind of we have these staple meals that we know can be made with these four types of meats that we usually get and we get the small like the pairings on the side and we don't buy more than two sweet potatoes for instance and it's just been working really well for us just keeping us from being so aimless with our choosing when we're in the store so yeah that's another recommendation I would have try that out yes I agree with you I think it's good to have some sort of plan uh when you go, like for us, we always like to make sure we have potatoes, frozen vegetables, rice, and then um, like pasta sauce on hand and like uh, spaghetti. Then we kind of know those are some bases. And then on the weekly, that's when we'll say like, okay, what are we going to have with with those items? Um, my tip kind of going off of that is to eat a little bit more seasonally if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, in the winter time, uh, I I naturally just don't crave salad in oh, the winter time. Either. It's it's not warming enough for me. Um, I would prefer to have 
like steamed vegetables or stewed vegetables, something like that versus like lettuce, tomato, cucumber, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And that also goes for berries as well. So you're much better off kind of understanding when things are in season with like, and we're lucky in Canada, we have a lot of things that are grown domestically. So, you know, when the strawberries come out, when the blueberries come out, blackberries, raspberries, those are going to automatically be cheaper in the months that they are uh, being harvested. So Mm -hmm. you can either, you know, have them fresh then, or if this is something where you enjoy, you know, frozen strawberries, um, buy them in bulk at that time of year. And then Mm -hmm. again, section them off into small bags and freeze them. Um, Mm -hmm. In the winter time, we don't necessarily buy a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, we have found it more cost effective to have like the, the California frozen mix that has like broccoli, cauliflower, carrots, mm-hmm. or the traditional like peas, corns, carrots. Mm-hmm. Um, not always the most exciting, but we will dress it up with like a nice uh, salt, pepper, garlic, uh, seasoning. Mm -hmm. And that has just been so much more cost effective for us because a giant bag of California mix, that's like maybe a two kilogram bag cost us no more than $5 versus if we were going to try and buy, um, like a head of cauliflower, a head of broccoli Mm -hmm. and everything else. Um, we would be nowhere near $5 for one meal versus Mm -hmm. that frozen bag that's going to last us like a couple of weeks, like usually Mm -hmm. two weeks. Yeah. And the thing with like the frozen bags too is I just find like when I buy a head of broccoli or I buy a head of cauliflower, I have my weeks where I do not want that at all, even though I've bought it and then it goes bad, you know? So it's much better, I think, at least with those types of vegetables to get the frozen packs because it just helps reduce that potential waste uh, of having to toss out fresh vegetables that you bought because you were feeling in a certain mood that day, but then you got home and you're like, "Mm, I kind of don't want this this week, you know? And like with certain things like spinach, oh my God, you buy that and you don't want to eat it for three days, it's bad. It's over. It's done. Yeah, absolutely. So um, do you have any other tips or maybe we can move into how our listeners can keep some of these fresh items a little fresher longer? Uh, I just have one and it's very short and very self-explanatory, but um, like just don't go to the grocery store when you're super hungry because I've made some many of the mistakes in my spending when I go to the store and I haven't eaten lunch that day for whatever reason because then when I go, I'm like, you know what I really want? Chips and the Chips, chocolate. chocolate and all of and those things cream. and all of those things that really boost like your blood gives you that quick fix to your blood sugar um and then usually after you're like why did i buy that and you spent like you know 50 dollars more than you otherwise would have so just be careful with that guys always you know even if just eat an apple eat an apple before you go it's usually for your best interest yes just to tide you over because no i definitely feel that and i will be like at the grocery store buying things for dinner and i'm just like what can i eat in the car on the way home um that's a bad bad plan uh definitely just have that quick little snack before and then go to the store because then everything looks less appealing exactly all right 
freshness tips? Okay. So this one is still actually at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Freshco is a good one for this and food basics. The other, like the more, uh, I don't know, higher price chain, like the non-discount stores don't necessarily do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have that small section in the fruits and vegetable area that they have the discounted fruits and vegetables. And these are things that might be overly ripe or just kind of on their way out. Um, Don't be afraid of that section, okay? Because oftentimes you will find some fruits and vegetables that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. And what you do is you buy them, you chop them Mm -hmm. up, and you freeze them. Mm -hmm. So... If you're trying to get some good things into your smoothie, if you're into smoothies, I check out that aisle. Get the overripe stuff because mm-hmm. you're going to be blending it anyway. You know, you're not going to be eating it like a fresh strawberry. And then you will probably like cut your fruits and vegetable bill in half. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's so. a great idea. I've never actually thought of that. Yes. I feel like sometimes we're afraid of that that yeah. area but yeah don't be Often, do not be afraid yeah like one thing that I have done and this isn't food related it's just like store related but you know how like expensive like the you know like the deodorant aisle is mm-hmm. where like the toilet paper and the toothpaste and all that is sometimes uh, at least in my grocery store they have a little cart near the exit that's like the clearance of those items and I got deodorant for both of us for like a dollar fifty in the I summer mean- can't go wrong there. You can't go wrong with that. And you know what? Like, I don't use it every day because it's not my favorite deodorant, but it's in my gym bag. So it was a good, it was a good deal. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, a lot of people, my household included in this, uh, buys a lot of lemons and limes. And that could be like for your tea or for your water. And I find sometimes... Lemons will last a very long time until they don't. And it's not really um, financially beneficial if you are buying these items singular. It is much, much cheaper to buy them in bulk in the bags. But the problem is maybe you can't get through that many lemons that quickly. Like maybe Mm -hmm. you're only having a wedge or like half a lemon a day, right? So that's like probably almost two weeks worth of lemons, And you're going to hope that they make it. So the better thing to do is you can, um, you don't even actually have to cut them up. You can cut them up if like you always know that you're only going to take a wedge or half a lemon, but you're going to throw them all in the freezer. And especially if you are using um, citrus for zest or juice, which is I think 99% of the time you're going to do that, you're actually going to yield more juice from a lemon that has been frozen and the defrosted than you Mm. will from a fresh one. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yes. You won't have Hmm. to work as hard to get that juice out. Intriguing. That is the citrus tip. All right. Next one. Bananas. Are you, do you buy bananas, Rachel? Um, not really. Just like we don't seem to have a great apartment for it where we'll leave them out for literally like a day and then we have 30 fruit flies. Oh, so yes. I don't that tend to buy them. Yeah. But I'd love to hear your tip. <laughs> okay. Well, if um 
you're like my dad who goes through like a dozen bananas a week, this tip hmm. might be for you. <laughs> or if you don't go through a dozen bananas a week, but you still buy the bundle and you're having issues with them going overripe too quickly, mm-hmm. what you want to do is separate the bananas as soon as you get home. So oh. the thing about fruit, how fruit ripens is it's actually giving off gases and those gases are causing the fruit to ripen. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense if you are keeping all of these items together then there is more gas that is getting trapped between each fruit Mm -hmm. so what you want to do is separate them and obviously depending on space that can be a little tricky but if you just have a few bananas it's not that difficult um the other thing you can do is then wrap the stems this Mm -hmm. will also slow the ripening process and then the tip with bananas and i don't know i'm I cannot store bananas next to anything else, especially bread items, Mm -hmm. because I find it absorbs the banana flavor, and then Mm. I can't eat it. It's just awful. Um, And that is the thing about bananas. You actually don't want to throw them in your standard fruit bowl, Mm. because they are going to cause other things to over-ripen really quickly. Oh, I'm learning so much. I love your agriculture facts. (laughs) (laughs) I always come through the agriculture facts every once in a while. Um, So yes, bananas, you want to have like a separate bowl. Like those little wire baskets are fantastic for them where there's lots of airflow. And then Mm -hmm. they all need a little space. Um, Next one. Do you want to learn about lettuce and kale? Yeah, I do. Okay. Please tell me more. This is something that I feel like goes wilted if you don't eat it very quickly. Um, Now, I cannot speak towards your bucket of spinach on this one. The easiest thing to do with spinach is you actually throw in a piece of paper towel Mm -hmm. and that will help absorb some of the moisture that is in the container um, to help keep it a little bit fresher. But when you have kale or like your standard um, romaine lettuce, Mm -hmm. what you can actually do is you chop off the ends so so you have a nice fresh stem you want to treat them kind of like flowers Mm -hmm. and you are going to put them in water with ice Mm -hmm. and then overnight they're going to become crunchy again because the main makeup of like kale and lettuce is water Mm -hmm. so then they're going to be crunchy again yes it's just because they become dehydrated they're not necessarily bad Mm -hmm. Um, now if they're getting slimy that's bad but if they're just a little bit If they're just a little bit wilted, they've Mm -hmm. just lost some of their um, hydration. So you just have to rehydrate them. I'm going to like jump off that actually because this was my mother's tip for me uh, growing up. And that was to with like celery because I don't know about you, but like celery goes wilted in like two days when you buy it. It's hard to eat a whole head of celery. So hard. (laughs) It's so much. So what she always taught me to do is, you know, put it in like a Ziploc bag pretty much right away after you've washed it with a wet piece of paper towel and drape it over the top of the head of the celery and you'll be good. Yeah, it just exactly. keeps her keeps her hydrated. Yes, and um, same thing goes for cucumbers, mostly water in those vegetables. So I remember as a kid, we would have like a little bowl of water, sometimes with vinegar in it and slices of cucumber would be in there and those things stayed fresh and crunchy forever. Love it. So it's all about just keeping them hydrated. Like your skin, you know. Exactly. Got to moisturize everything, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think that's he's kind of gross, gross actually. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't moisturize your fruits and vegetables. That's gross. Okay. Uh, next one is berries. So berries in the agriculture industry, because my family used to grow them, but then we also brought them in as wholesale for different grocery stores. And we literally just called them little ticking time bombs. They were awful. Absolutely awful. If we did not get them out the door the same day, they would just Mm -hmm. go bad. Like Mm -hmm. berries have such a short lifespan. And the thing is, they're so delicate as well. Like they bruise just being in their container with their friends. Um, (laughs) Poor guys. I know, right? It's terrible. They're sensitive. Um, Yeah. So if you find you're getting that container of berries and they're going moldy really quickly, what you want to do is when you first buy them, you're going to put them in a little dish of water with some vinegar and just mm-hmm. let them um, sit for about five to 10 minutes, not more than 10 minutes. And then you're going to rinse them off really well and pat them dry very carefully. And then you can put them like in a bowl, but with some paper towel. And mm-hmm. that will help just um, absorb any moisture that is coming off, but it will prevent them from going moldy. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. All right. Nice. I have I got a few more as well. Okay. So um, herbs are very similar to the lettuce. Mm-hmm. And I swear, like, for some reason, it's always the better deal to get that giant bunch instead of the one that comes in the little plastic container. Mm-hmm. Right? But, like, there's only so much cilantro you can use. Yes. In one sitting. Um, I know we were finding a real struggle to get through cilantro when we were doing like little um, taco bowls. So what you want to do is very similar. Um, You're going to trim the ends so they're fresh, put them in water, or the alternative is you can dampen a paper towel, roll them up in it, and put them in a bag. Mm -hmm. That's going to keep them hydrated. Um, The thing is if you are putting them in the jar of water, You want to put like a Ziploc bag over top. And Mm. what this does is it's kind of creating its own little environment Mm -hmm. to keep everything hydrated. All right. Cute. I don't know why I find these hydration tips really cute. (laughs) They make sense though, right? They do. They do. Okay. Next one. We still got more. Um, Bread. Do you buy bread, Rachel? Uh, I do because my partner makes toast a lot because he works from home, but Mm -hmm. I don't personally eat very much bread. Okay. Well, if you're someone who doesn't eat a lot of bread but still has bread in the house, sometimes it's hard to get through the whole loaf, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So the best way to preserve your bread is to throw it in the freezer. Preferably you have sliced bread. That makes it a lot easier. Yes. And then essentially your bread is never going to go bad. We already do that. Oh, look at you. Already on top of that tip. Well, if anyone was not doing that and they were struggling, there you go. Toss Mm -hmm. it in the freezer. It does not take very long to defrost and you will literally have fresh bread again. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can also put it in the fridge, but like, I just find freezing it's better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I agree. And even too, like if you only have toast... Mm-hmm. You can you don't even have to let it defrost. You can just crack off a piece, pop it in the toaster, and you're good. Yeah, go. that's what I do all the time. I just like pop it off and then right in the toaster, and then you'd never know that it was frozen. 
Exactly. Um, all right. So my last few tips here. These are more, you know, where things should go. And I am that person where if I'm in your house and I see something like a, a produce item that is not in the right spot, I will like move it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> it's like when you have to turn the toilet paper around. Um, mm-hmm. So it's on top. I'm also that person. <laughs> okay. So onions and potatoes. Um, a lot of people will store these side by side in a dish. Mm-hmm. But we should not be doing that. Because mm-hmm. onions actually give off, again, um, a, a gas that is going to ripen and mold your potatoes faster. Mm-hmm. And potatoes are one of those awesome items that can keep for a very long time. But if you're keeping them with onions, uh, it's actually causing them to sprout. Mm. So you want to keep those separate. And onions are pretty resilient. Like they should go in a dry, dark place, preferably But even if like you're going through them and they're not in direct sunlight, you can just leave them on the counter. Mm -hmm. Um, Potatoes though, potatoes you need to keep in a dark place. So at my house personally, like we have a dish where they all go in and they're in a cupboard. So they're never sitting out in the light. Mm -hmm. Um, Other people will put them in like a brown paper bag and in like the cupboard as well just so Mm -hmm. they don't get any sunlight because if potatoes are left in the sunlight, what happens is they get those green spots on there. Mm. And I don't know if you've like heard the stories about that, but uh, a green potato is uh, actually could be toxic for humans. The thing is if you eat a little bit of green, you're going to be fine. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're not going to drop dead. Um, But if you eat large amounts of it, then that can cause um, some toxic side effects and mm-hmm. uh, some discomfort in hmm. your stomach. So you do want to be careful with that. And uh, yeah, so potatoes, keep them separate, keep them in a dark spot, never put them in the fridge. They don't like the cold. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, with our onions, we have to put them in the fridge because otherwise my little Kit Kat will eat them if they're on the countertop or he also has learned how to open drawers (laughs) and when he eats even a teeny tiny bit of onion it's a bad time for everybody involved so we put it in the place where he can't get them yeah that is a good idea onions are a little bit more resilient but if you leave them in the fridge too long now i know you're going through them fairly frequently so this isn't so much of an issue but they will dry out Mm -hmm. a little bit so they are happy as like on the counter or in a in a dark place ideally and mm-hmm. potatoes they like it cool but they don't like it cold um another item that does not like the cold at all and this is the thing that like i take out of people's fridges if i see them in there mm-hmm. um, is tomatoes mm. tomatoes are too delicate to go in the fridge and um if you notice that you have your tomato in the fridge and they're getting very like soft and almost mealy very quickly Mm-hmm. That is because they are breaking down from the cold. Um, tomatoes do not stand up well. Like if you've ever frozen a tomato and then taken it out, it's pretty much mush. Mm-hmm. Same thing is kind of happening in your refrigerator, but at a slower rate. So your tomatoes, um, they like the countertop. And you don't really want to leave anything in the direct sunlight, but if they have a little sunlight, they're totally fine. It's just going to help them ripen more. All right. And then a thing that loves 
the fridge is apples. Um, I feel like the classic kitchen setting is a bowl full of apples on the counter. Mm -hmm. That is the fastest way to have them go bad. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to go soft. Again, they're going to get mealy to the, to the bite and they're just not going to last very long. And apples are very resilient. They Mm -hmm. can last a long, long time in cold temperatures. So in your produce drawer in the fridge is their ideal spot. Mm -hmm. All right. And then my last tip is just about your uh, fruits and vegetable produce drawer in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, What you want to do is line it uh, frequently and change it out is line it with paper towel. Mm -hmm. And then that is going to absorb any moisture and just help keep everything fresh longer. Hmm. I've learned so much today. I love your facts. Now make sure things are in the right spot. Yeah, well, I don't buy tomatoes, so yeah, I, I know the tomato one was a little lost on you, but yeah. for people like me who love tomatoes, make sure you're putting them <laughs> in the right spot. Yeah, you can talk to my boyfriend about that one. I don't know what he does, but I have seen a tomato in a fridge before. So yeah, don't don't put them in the fridge. <laughs> don't like it. And then if you have like a half cut tomato, what you do is put it like face down on a plate. Mm-hmm. And put it back in your like cupboard. Okay. It will be so much happier there. Good to know. I love how we're talking about these little, our little vegetables. You're like, they will be so much happier. <laughs> They're like little house pets. They're like little they house have pets. feelings, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to live in the right spot. The apples are sleeping. <laughs> yeah, the apples, the apples go to sleep in the cold. So that helps them stay fresh. They're happy in the cold. Exactly. All right. Well, I don't have any more tips. Do you have any more? No, I don't either. I hope you guys found this episode helpful. And if there are any tips that you have for us on how we can save at the grocery store, we are more than happy to Mm -hmm. listen to them. So if you want, you can send us an email to teawithlaurachel at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can leave us a review on apple podcasts or a rating on spotify we would very much appreciate it and with that live like tea live like tea